is up guys welcome back to another episode of the Divi crypto podcast i'm your co-host steve here and today i am joined with john lee the founder of saga as well as ontology how's it going john yeah it's good nice to be here to talk about uh, saga and ontology yeah yeah i'm excited to to learn more about it i've i learned a lot about ontology mid last year and super exciting project so i'm really eager to learn more about saga but before we get into that let's hear your your crypto origin story like how did you get into this space and what's your background leading up to saga okay yeah actually i joined the blockchain industry quite early maybe uh, six years ago i mean a big financial institution to do the blockchain technology invest uh, investigation and research I just realized, okay, the blockchain is not only for financial industry. It actually have a potential can reform a lots of centralized business model. So I quit my job and to begin to start up the blockchain uh, projects. And uh, and I find a, a kind of uh, direction is not only token based. It's more like uh, want to build a new decentralized trust mechanism that's based on decentralized identity and decentralized data protocol. Yeah, and uh, that's why we have the public blockchain ontology for this parts and also have the decentralized data protocol, Saga, to do that. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So you started, what was the timeline like? Was it uh, you started ontology with a group of people and then afterwards, when did you start Saga? Like, how long has that has that been going on? Yeah, Saga actually the project is planned, uh, plan be plans uh, two years ago. Um, this ontology is a public blockchain. Of course, they can support the digital asset as well, but more focus on support the decentralized identity and decentralized data protocol. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when we finish uh, infrastructure. We just realized, okay, we still need uh, other fundamental modules. Like you have a protocol, but you also need uh, a product. The protocol should be become a service and a product. So we begin to plan uh, the Saga project. That's a protocol and also is a product. They can have user, maybe developers, they can use the protocol and the API to do the decentralized data um, scenarios or applications, but the end user or organizations, even enterprise, they also can use the product directly to do the data exchange and the data to build the data economy. So uh, this is why we begin from the infrastructure and to do the um, product and the service as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think data is, you know, it's been referred to as like the the oil of this century. You know, I think it's such an important, um, important concept of owning your data, like me owning my my data. So can we talk a little bit about the the data trading? I, I'd never heard of that until I started digging around on Saga and the site. What is data trading exactly for beginners out there that have never heard of it like myself uh, what is it and how does fair and compliant data trading work 
Yeah, uh, actually, data trading is quite challenging. It's, it's unlike the other things, um, you can transfer uh, maybe a desk or the other kind of, uh, to me, and they will become the change ownership. Since the data easily to be copied, right? It's difficult to control and confirm the ownership for that. So it's difficult to trading. But in most many scenarios, finance and the other scenarios, people always want more data to build the business uh, models, maybe it's risk control, maybe it's different kind of verification, except background checking. And uh, so the data exchange faces a lot of challenge right now. One is who owns the data? It's mm-hmm. quite a challenging question, right? How to confirm the ownership? A lot of data, maybe they based on some centralized platform, but also they belong to some individuals. So that is one to a, a, a public things, uh, public infrastructure to confirm the ownership. And then based on ownership, you should have a mechanism to exchange the data and uh, and uh, to confirm no people will copy that again and resale again. And uh, so this protocol cannot only based on one uh, centralized platform for a centralized company to do that because they have a risk and a third part and um, they, have a, they have a risk to, to the data privacy and other kind of things. Uh, so we think it's a decentralized public platform will be better. People should do the, those kind of cooperation peer to peer. You can confirm your data ownership by yourself. You can exchange the data by yourself. Um, that's why we should use kind of protocol uh, based on blockchain and the data uh, exchange protocol uh, based on blockchain have a decentralized service. Interesting. Interesting. So when you're authorizing, you know, but before you share your data, how does one authorize the ability to, to share data, I guess, is the, at its root, what am I, what am I authorizing? Like, how, how do I, how do I know who's, who's going to be getting my data and how do I authorize that? Yeah, I think an example can show that, for example, currently, um, as a as a person, I mean individual, you can use. We have a data wallet called Onto O N T O. You know that you use the wallet, you can link different data source uh, from your site. Maybe is your uh, uh, transaction or trading history in mm-hmm. on blockchain or some e-commerce uh, history on some Amazon and. Uh, the data link and you can control that once for example you apply a financial service from an institution you can uh also your data okay you can use my data and check verification for that and all those kind of information your agreements will be recorded um, on blockchain and you can verify that and once the institution use the data uh, they can verify okay i already got agreements from the uh, users and you can use those kind of data wallets and based on the uh, data decentralized data protocol um, to finish how to link different data source about you how to send and agree the other third part to access your data source for that so the the access actually is kind of peer-to-peer they will not to involve the third part and after the uh, usage the data will not be stored by another centralized uh, database or enterprise. So this kind of 
cooperation based on the things happen. You can do the cooperation uh, between the multiple parts. So that's a specific process. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I, I like the idea that you know there is intrinsic value to your own unique data. I think that that's really powerful. And you know, having ownership, like I just mentioned earlier, was super important. I think that it's going to become more important than ever now with everything kind of going on around the world. And it's really uh, exciting that you guys are doing this. And Ontology is mainly focused at enterprise, right? You guys kind of started to aim at big, big business to to operate. So, what's an example of how like a a large company is using this or is going to use? this that everybody could understand okay yeah this here is a good example we just uh, finished the first version mvp uh, application with uh, daimler mobility is uh mercedes benz you know the car uh, company and uh, that's this uh, uh, application called welcome home this is decentralized application based on ontology protocol uh, that can help people, the every end users, to manage and control your data in your car. Because when you driving a car and uh, um, a lot of data were coming, your behavior and your car information and the different digital, actually every car already digitalized today. So all this data will be controlled by yourself. And uh, you can use those data to uh, associate to the, for example, the uh, mobility or car insurance company, all this best data can help you got uh, different insurance products for every individual based on your data. And also maybe some AI company also want to got those data to, to do some safe driving uh, training or, or uh, research, et cetera. You also can get a benefit from that. And all those data controlled by, by yourself, not Mercedes-Benz or the Daimler company, that means your privacy still be can control. You can get value or benefits from your data. You also can uh, uh, protect your the, the privacy from it. So decentralized um, protocol and the decentralized application is a very good solution for this scenario, especially for those enterprises that face a lot of challenge about uh, uh, the, how to use the data, how to protect the privacy, and it's quite a challenge. And use this way, they think can get more benefits to their uh, clients. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So Mercedes Benz, that's a huge partnership. What what uh are you able to work with? I know Ontology has quite a lot of partnerships, but now that you've rolled out the MVP. Are you going to start working with a lot of ontology partners to, to really kind of accelerate this distributed data exchange? Yeah, sure. Um, actually, the not only in the uh, enterprise, even like the centralized uh, internet service, they also those kind of data service. For example, we just uh, uh, work with uh, a company partner in the United States is kind of is to do a gig the job the job platform people can send the job requirements and to 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 assign the job to the other other guys and based on their scenario they have a lot of data needed to confirm for example your work experience how many of those kind of jobs you've online you have done, they will uh, prove you as a, a senior guy or, or junior guy, or we have a 
very professional for some parts. So we, we just use a decentralized data protocol uh, to confirm the, all the work experience on blockchain. Uh, people still can protect their privacy, the, the information, personal data by themselves, but blockchain will confirm the data is true or not, and uh, who can confirm or can as endorse endorser do the endorsement about your uh, experience information mm. and then you can use the data again to prove yourself and also uh, for example next time i to another platform i can easily to to check people can easily to do the verification and uh, okay you are a senior guy you are professional you can got more high high salary high reply high payment so that is also kind of scenario in another in another case yeah cool so it's almost like a a verified resume for this yeah. uh <laughs> this client yeah yeah, even just like LinkedIn, right? Even your friends can do the like. The, okay, I agree. Your 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 this was experience, but it still cannot be verified automatically by technology. There still can be some wrong information, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we in next. I I guess in next phase or in coming years, every resume should have those kind of a check. Okay, this is be verified a verifiable resume automatically. I can trust all the your history, your education background, your work experience automatically. So I think HR, even this online cooperation will be very easy with the low cost. Very cool. Very cool. And I, I do feel like this is where things are headed. Just the the whole world eventually is going to say, hey, actually, you know, you need to get my consent before you collect my data, you know, as a, as a business, when I'm coming in as a user, I need to really just give consent and, you know, you can use my data if you tell me and I give consent, but that has to happen. So one of the things that I was really interested in Saga while I was digging around was about the, the legal data ownership that it, it provides. So could you talk a little bit about how that, how that works? Like if there's some sort of is it a dispute or how how does that work for for businesses that work with you guys yeah um based on saga the the uh, data decentralized data protocol and also have the decentralized data wallet they can help finish those kind of multiple parts cooperation on data for example if a financial institution maybe a bank um want to get your information to to do the verification about your background Maybe you apply some financial service and they will send the information or requirements to you. And I want to got the 10 data source about you, your background. You will got a notification on your data wallet. And of course, the backend is a data protocol and you can confirm that. Okay. Okay. I agree. Those data to you and based on the data protocol, uh, the, those kind of data information will send it to the bank peer-to-peer directly. We are not uh, pass uh, or any third-part database or third-part service provider. And uh, so the bank can verify all the data, so data information about you. And uh, they can just, okay, it's pause and we'll let you know. And that means you'll finish the whole 
process. And sometimes maybe we need some uh, data analysis service from third part. They also can use this way. You can associate the data, the raw data to the third part analysis system, maybe a risk control system, and uh, they will uh, output a result to bank directly. Uh, that is process. All those kind of authentication will be recorded by the blockchain. Mm. That is legal, can meet legal requirements. If anyone uh, is uh, uh, to, to block the, the, the legal process, they also can got evidence on blockchain. It's uh, quite easy. That means they reform currently financial service. Currently financial service institution will collect your data and do the verification based on their own database. Even that they have no enough data, they will buy data or some. But next, next time, the new vision, you will organize your data by yourself. Your private data, you do the risk control by yourself to prove your trust can be trusted or not to financial institution. That means financial institution in next phase, they even have a needn't any database. They have no data. You just prove yourself. And they can use technology to verify those kind of information, true or not. They can finish the financial service. So that is kind of revolution for many cases. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know, I think you you founded multiple projects, um, massive projects like Ontology. You know, you're working on Saga. You founded that. You're also working on another uh, concept called Wing Finance. I saw. Um, so you have a lot of experience in building in this space. So outside of of what you're working on, a lot of people out there are always eager to hear from you know builders like yourself. What are you what are you excited about in in the crypto space as a whole in this year and next year and the next couple of years? Um, currently, the blockchain industry or crypto industry still is kind of asset industry. All the scenario, all the cases, all the application is still based on digital assets. And uh, like the exchange and the DeFi uh, decentralized finance is also kind of assets usage use case, right? They, they just do the assets uh, exchange. But I believe they have another big part we still have not done. This is actually a big direction for blockchain. It's build the trust mechanism. That is key value of blockchain, not digital assets. To be honest, a lot of digital assets, insurance or, or, or scenario, even use some centralized system with a crypto uh, technology or mechanism also can reach the same result. We also can cover that. But build the trust mechanism, just I mentioned, decentralized identity, data, new trust process, that is the key value of blockchain. So I believe this part will become another big direction for whole blockchain industry. Just like today, um, since Ethereum is the largest asset ledger or asset blockchain, mm -hmm. so its most uh, scenario. That's just because we only have asset-based scenarios. If the new trust-based, like identity-based, database coming, they need new kind of infrastructure, new kind of blockchain supported that part, new kind of product, new kind of protocol. So that is big chance for that. So even we do a lot of um, product and protocol, Saga, Wing Finance, Ontology, but we actually focus only on one thing, 
build a new trust mechanism. All those products and uh, application protocols, uh, blockchains, all is around this key direction to support export. Mm -hmm. So just like Elon Musk, they want to go to Mars, all the things companies are doing is for those <laughs> Finally, <laughs> destination. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Well, those are all the questions I have for you, John. Uh, what can people or where can people go and learn more about the projects you're working on? Yeah, uh, most projects we already uh, launched and people can try run that. For example, you can use uh, as an individual and user, you can download the data wallet on tool ONTO.app. And uh, that is data wallet. They can manage your decentralized identity and uh, your personal data. And your, of course, you covered all kinds of digital assets as well. You can use this wallet as an uh, entrance for to the blockchain world. And for the wing finance, you can use a credit-based finance. That means Unlike the compound, you you needed to put lots of money. You can bet, you can got money, the money, the money, but just based on your credit information. So that is things. And also, Saga already have a basic uh, data market. You also can uh, buy more data or private your data as well. Can try run that, of course. And new and more and more functionality were coming. So we hope we can private more scenario for end users. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I speak for everybody and saying thank you so much for coming on the show. I know you're a busy man working on all these projects, uh, but thank you so much for coming on and teaching us more about the importance of ownership on data and about Saga. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thanks. A good talk. And wherever you guys are listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, definitely check the show notes. All the links that John mentioned will be in there. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you.